Welcome to Unscripted, the Michigan State basketball podcast on the Field of 68 Media Network presented by Bet Rivers. If you're watching this, listening to this for the first time and you recognize us, I say welcome back. Thank you. We love you. And we're excited to grow the Sleepers brand and do a little more. If you don't recognize us and you're like, who are these two idiots that just got offered a Michigan State basketball podcast? Well, we're about to explain that to you. And that's why I'm throwing the mic to my good friend, Carter Elliott. Hey, you know what, Greg, if you would have asked me a couple months ago if I'd be doing this, I probably would have spit on you for lying to me. But we are here. We are the official host of the unscripted Michigan State podcast on the Field of 68 Network. It's still crazy to say, but I'm so excited and I'm excited just to do this with my with my boy G. We've been doing this podcasting thing for a little bit and, you know, we got a little talent with the mic. So we're here. We're here to, you know, provide that to the people. Hey, and Carter, if I asked you what three words do you associate with the words Greg Waddell, what would those three words be? Uh, petty, gambler, basketball junkie. Well, that's four words, first of all, but it wouldn't be Michigan State basketball because all of a sudden Michigan State basketball is going to pop up when you see the name Greg Waddell. I think yeah, people I, might be surprised. I, there's no point of even explaining what, what it is. It's just he has a Spartan hat on. He went to Michigan State. He's from East Lansing. Let's just go with that. Myself, I did not go to Michigan State, but I've been a lifelong Michigan State fan of all sports and all things Michigan State, and I love East Lansing. So it's kind of where we're coming from. Yeah, so we, uh, we've had this little thing. We've been friends for a long time, but Sleepers Media has been the company, the brand for a few years now. Uh, we've been doing the Sleepers podcast, which basically is a college basketball podcast with a little bit of entertainment value, talking some gambling, bringing some guests on. You can check out the Sleepers podcast, of course, anywhere podcasts are available and at Sleepers Media on the YouTube channel. But we're expanding, folks. We're on the Field of 68 Network unscripted is the name of this show it will be hosted by yours truly and my good friend cart aka the sleepers and we're going to be looking to deliver the best michigan state basketball coverage you can possibly find on the internet and that's why for episode one we brought in the biggest name the biggest commitment that michigan state has had in the last few months jackson kohler and cart i have to just say he was an incredible interview he was and you know i right when you told me that Jackson responded to DM and said he'd be happy to come on the show I was very hyped and you know talking to him for this little bit that we just did it just makes me even more excited to get him on campus we talked his game we talked high school we talked recruitment we talked the Spartan dog week which I'm pretty sure everyone's interested about hearing about because we see all the social media pictures but we weren't actually a part of it so this was a great interview Jackson's a great kid and it's going to be Basically, Spartan Nation is going to be even more excited after listening to this interview. So, I, it, you know, it went beautiful. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. And I kind of said this at the end of the call. I, I don't want to say I was skeptical of the fit because I think Jackson Kohler is an incredible prospect. Anybody who's asked me, like, what do you think of his game? I'm like, watch the film. This, his, this game speaks for itself. This man has a lot in his game and in his arsenal in the low post. And he has a lot more. He can step outside. He can pass. He's really as complete of an offensive package as you can find at the high school level of an incoming recruit. However, I was a little skeptical of the fit with Michigan State just because 
you don't typically see a player of his foundational skill sets at center at Michigan State. You know, they do have low post guys who they throw the ball into and can go get a bucket, but they definitely are more in my mind of the the defensive type foundation in the low post, the gonna dominate the boards, the athletic, the physical specimen types, which to me, off what I saw prior to this call, are not Jackson Kohler. But what flipped it for me just from this conversation, he has the mentality that every great Michigan State Spartan basketball player from the last two decades has had. And that shines through even from a 20 minute conversation that we just had with him. It's incredible. That, that, truly incredible. And that you do really you really just said it all right there. Like he's got it on the court, but also between the eyes up here between the ears. My man's got that mindset. So I I'm fired up, honestly. I was fired up when we when he committed, but now like even more so. I'm just like, I'm way too hyped. Carter, what should the listeners expect from the unscripted podcast going forward? What are we gonna bring them? We're gonna bring energy. I know that for sure. We're gonna bring energy, we're gonna bring in-depth analysis with a little bit of entertainment on top. I promise you on my mother, I have never ever put out a boring podcast and I don't plan on doing it in the future. So you're gonna have great content, you're gonna have entertainment, you're gonna have this pretty face, you know what I'm saying? It's it's all good. Hey, when it comes to the sleepers and now when it comes to unscripted, what it really is folks, it's the Carter Elliott show with a little bit of G sprinkled in. And that's what I'm gonna try to do. I'm gonna try to continue that. Uh, So please like, subscribe, share all of this for us. The Field of 68 Network, everything. They're doing great coverage on. And then Sleepers Media as well. You can find us everywhere on social and everywhere across the internet. We'll be doing this stuff on a weekly basis going forward throughout the college basketball season. And without further ado, Cart, let's bring the people Jackson Kohler. All right. This is the first episode of Unscripted, the Field of 68's Michigan State Basketball Podcast. And we had to bring in the big guns. We had to get a guest people would be excited about. And we went no further than straight to the source of the latest and greatest Spartan commit, Mr. Jackson Kohler. He was very gracious to jump on. We had a couple little Wi-Fi issues this week. So it's a couple of days after we originally planned, but we're making it work, and he's here in the room himself. Jackson, thank you so much for being here, man. No, of course. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. Hey, the, the first ever guest on the Unscripted Podcast, you will always be able to have that. Hopefully, the podcast, this episode takes off, so you know you can be proud of it, but you are the first ever guest on the Unscripted Podcast, so appreciate you again coming and taking some time to talk to us. We were, uh, we were just saying right before we clicked record here, Jackson is Mr. Worldwide, and we'll get into that, but he's traveling all over. Basketball's taking him all across the country, but he's going to have to learn what it's like to live in the state of Michigan during professional sports season because the Detroit Lions keep inventing new ways to lose and I give you credit Carter I give you credit for being here after witnessing that catastrophe in person today I just I gotta put a positive spin on it I saw NFL history today I saw the longest field goal kick ever in the game so blessed to be a part of history <laughs> what um, a positive spin I love I it. guess so man. I guess so. see what you have to look forward to Jackson it's just incredible um all right jackson let's let's start by talking about just your recruitment in general because as uh someone who follows michigan state basketball i think a lot of michigan state fans were a little bit nervous about where this recruiting class in your class was headed for the spartan program um and honestly you kind of came about very quickly you were a name that rose up as soon as we saw you were offered 
there was a lot of buzz from the fan base. There was a lot of quick, like catching up to speed on who you are. And from the outside looking in, it seemed like your recruitment either heated up really fast and got very serious or really just took off. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, you were a Michigan State commit. So can you just talk to us about what building that relationship with Tom Izzo and the coaching staff was like and sort of how it came about? Yeah, for sure. Um, the recruitment kind of, you know, after uh, PCM and the Pangos event, it all just kind of blew up. Um, so it was kind of like recruitment was going at a certain pace you know, before the summer, you know, beginning of summer. And then once uh, EYBL uh, Peach Jam hit, it all just kind of like blew up. And it was just like kind of a lot in a short amount of time. Um, I got to start talking to Coach Monty um, at the beginning of EYBL. And he said, you know, he'd keep an eye on me. You know, um, I was super – the moment that I heard Michigan State was – you know, going to keep an eye on me. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> really excited. Um, that's always been a, a program that I've always been a huge fan of. Um, going back to like Zach Randolph, I've always been a huge fan of, you know, Spartan Nation. Um, so I made sure to, you know, keep my best games going uh, ever since then. Um, and then it wasn't until um, – I think it was before, I think it was before the uh, Pangos event in um, September, I think. I'm starting to get these days mixed up. It wasn't <laughs> um, Pangos event in September where I uh, had a 50-point game, like a 56-point game and 23 rebounds. Um, it wasn't until then that uh, I, got, I started talking to, you know, Coach Izzo a lot. It wasn't, like, I talked to Coach Monty a lot, and then right before that event, I talked to Coach uh, Izzo, and then uh, they offered me the scholarship. And um, so I think, I think the, uh, the scholarship from uh, Michigan State was uh, the key to, you know, getting a huge 50-point game. I think it was that little, uh, <laughs> like, Izzo – is a vibe, you know, Spartan, Spartan vibe, you know, that got me that uh, huge point difference. So, um, and then we've just been talking a bunch, you know, ever since then. Um, we had a Zoom call, you know, I think like the week after the, that, and they were saying like, it's a, you know, it's like our, um, like it's our opening game, you know, uh, for Michigan State football. Um, we have people coming back, um, like old uh, basketball players, you know, that used to be part of this program. Um, and we would love to have you come down for a visit. And they really pushed it. And uh, when you get a chance to go on a Michigan State visit, you not turn that down. So I, I got so excited. I was like, bro, you don't even have to tell, like, you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> I'm already getting the, the plane ticket. I'm getting all this stuff figured out right now. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I think that, uh, you know, you kind of spoke to it. it. It feels like after that kind of game that you had at Pangos, things just moved very quickly, you know, Izzo and started the buzz, kind of started getting around to like getting you on campus. And, you know, just speaking to that Spartan Dog Week thing, I mean, it just seemed like the atmosphere was crazy there. Like they had all the former players back. You got the, you know, 
do practice, open gym. I saw the flicks that you got to take on the gram. You know, you had the nice little yeah. white, nice threads on. So I was like, okay, <laughs> we're put, we're putting the full court press on Jackson here. I like, I like our energy, and I had a good feeling about it. But just kind of talk a, a bit more about kind of being around like the Spartan family because I know it's something that Izzo always talks about. You know, you're always welcome to come back. Spartan family, all this, and like that week and that kind of weekend just kind of really seemed to encapsulate that. So talk a little bit more about being around those like former Michigan State players and just being on campus in East Lansing. Yeah, no, there's something, there's something like definitely special about, you know, the relationship that a coach ha has with its current players, but not, not only with the current players, but with the old players. Like um, the biggest thing that like stood out to me in that whole uh, visit was their relationship with each other and with like I want to I really want to play with someone I want to play for someone you know that really cares about me you know not just as a basketball player but like as a person and like who you know I can talk to and laugh with and like have a good time with off the court and coach Izzo definitely showed that to me and all the players showed that to me and told me about it and like being a being a part of that like general vibe was something really special. I felt right at home, you know, like when they, you know, took me to the players, took me to the football game. Like, you know, we had such a great time together. Like when we would just go hang out, like go to dinner, they were so awesome to me. And like, they have that, that welcoming kind of spirit, you know? Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, that I, I feel like that week, though, you said the Pangos game was kind of a turning point. I feel like that week just kind of getting you around, you know, Spartan Nation and seeing it. And I mean, I know there's less, there's just a lot of good buzz going on right now. And you're kind of part of that buzz. I mean, the Michigan State football team is doing really well. Big win last night. We're 4-0 now. We got, you know, a commit from you. We're starting to pick up a couple other commits in your class as well. So things are going really well right now for the green and white. And that, you know, that makes me real happy. Yeah, no, I'm so I'm so happy to be a part of it. Like, I'm so happy that I get to be, you know, a part of that. So you you mentioned Zach Randolph, which, first of all, I have to give you credit because I was not expecting you to necessarily go all the way back to the Zach Randolph era and throw out someone that you admired the game of. You know, I wouldn't have blamed you if you picked somebody from just a couple years ago. I mean, obviously, the program's had a lot of ongoing success. So that speaks to me that you really won know your college basketball and have been paying attention for a long time. And two, you actually have kept a little eye on the Michigan State Spartan program. So I guess, tell me like through the years, obviously I'm sure you're a college basketball fan. You've seen just the success of the program, but what else does that program mean to you from before you were even talking to the coaches? Like what do you associate with Michigan State just from a fan growing up? I knew from a fan growing up, the, the thing that kind of stood out to me the most was how kind of like, how kind of cool and like the swag and how confident and like how cool they are, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like dogs, kind of like they just have swag, you know, like they clap in people's faces, you know, I think is like a perfect example of that where he's plays tough, he plays hard, he claps in people's faces, doesn't take any crap. Um, I think like growing up, I kind of tried to be someone with that kind of swag playing on the court, you know, like um, obviously some people weren't a fan of uh, <laughs> that kind of swag, but uh, I've always loved the swag. And I also know that coach Izzo is one of those like legendary kind of coaches, like, icon like iconic 
uh, names, you know, in college history, like college basketball history. And I know, I so I've known they had a great coach, you know, for so many years. And then the fact that they make the final fours, you know, more than anyone, like those, those were things I was definitely new. And then, you know, the fact that they're a part of the big 10, which is like my kind of, like my kind of pace, my kind of game, you know, play through the big man, play out. So everything about Michigan state just like felt right to me. Like it just felt perfect to me. I think you're, I can already tell you're going to be a great fit when the first thing you say is swagger and you're talking about just that dog mentality. And then now, I mean, straight to the big 10, when Carter and I literally recorded an episode last week, realizing five of the best seven players in the country this year are big 10 post players. So it's a perfect time for a man with the post repertoire that you have to be entering this conference as some of those guys who have now turned it into production are going to take that next step and go to the NBA. You're coming in at just the perfect time. Yeah, it's like it's like, uh, you know, the the game is starting to look at the big men now, like they're starting to like come back to the big men a little bit. Um, I think in the like in the so like if there's if there's something you have to know about me, I love basketball history. Like I, I watch more like hardwood classic games than I do to you know, um, the way that the nineties used their big men. Like if you look on any team back in the nineties, they always had a big man, you know, like Hakeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing, you know, Shaquille O'Neal, Kimmy Matumbo, like they all had big men and those were people I love to watch. And now it's starting to come basketball starting to, you know, focus on big men nowadays too, like Jokic, Embiid, um, Luka Garza, like all these big player, like big, big men players. Definitely. And, hey, Jackson is leading the movement of not letting the big man die. It'll, so it'll, yeah. it'll live. Hey, they're trying to get, they're trying to get rid of us, but it's not going to happen. The big <laughs> man will live on. That's right. Like I, I feel like coming in at the perfect time, like I'm so blessed to be coming in at the perfect time because, you know, they're starting to look at the big man and I'm hoping that I can just kind of like capitalize, like that people need the big men in, in this game. So let me, let me interrupt this because I, while we're giving a lot of love to the big man right now, and I know Carter Elliott Jackson, just so you know, he's a big man himself. He's six foot eight. He played division two college basketball in the state of Michigan here. Uh, um, division three, respect. Division three. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, no. I'm really trying to gas you up right now. Oh, but man, listen, from, from what I know from playing with Carter Elliott, just even in the pickup games I've played with him, I've been begging that man to take his butt down and sit in the paint with his back to the basket and score because he's good at that. But he's out here wanting to play a little point guard, wanting to stay on the perimeter. So I got to ask you, Jackson, I've seen the film. I know what you can do on the floor. You can do a lot on the floor. But are you like you just named a bunch of really versatile players? Give me the Jackson Kohler breakdown of Jackson Kohler's game. So I'm glad you asked that. Like, so the breakdown of my game is uh, first of all, Jackson Kohler has the footwork of Hakeem Olajuwon. Ooh, okay, and, I like it. Or Kevin McHale. Um, people may not who they are, but Hakeem Olajuwon you know, is probably the greatest center of all time, you know, with his back to the basket moves and his footwork, um, incredible to watch. And then um, I also can, I have rebounding ability like Kevin Love. Wow. Zach Randolph. And just being that tough 
and just bully ball, you know, under the basket when it comes to rebounds, just be tough, physical, mean, you know, somewhat like Zach Randolph or Kevin Love. Um, I have the ability to pick and pop like uh, Jokic or Porzingis, you know, pick and pop shoot um, from three. Um, I am developing my mid-range game and like get to the basket kind of game right now. Um, and I am, I am also a good passer, but I'm working on becoming a great passer, uh, like Jokic. So with like the ability to see the floor, like Jokic. Okay. I like it. Hey, first of all, that's a hell of a scouting report. I like that energy. And also we cannot leave out for anyone who hasn't actually watched Jackson play. He is also a member of when he gives someone a basket, He's gonna let them know that he just scored on them. Cause I, I seen, I see, I seen a couple of games, I've seen a couple of highlights, and I see you getting buckets and you go right to the clap in the face. And I like the energy. Yeah. And Jackson Kohler has the Michigan State swag. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And, uh, getting in their ear a little bit and uh, you know, kind of kind of giving it to them, just being like, holy crap, do you think if I could do that move again, you think you would be able to guard me? Like, <laughs> yes, sir, gotta let them know. No. And then um, I think one of the big, biggest things that define me is, um, like how hard I work on the court too. like how, like every, every play is 100%, you know, nothing less, you know, if anything, try to give more than hundred percent, give 120%. Um, I run, I run the floor every play, um, try to be the first one down there, whether I get the rebound and outlet it, I'm the first one down there or just trying to get back on defense. I'm always trying to sprint the floor as fast as I can. Um, give 100% until the game's over, you know, until the scoreboard says that we won. Um, and just try to work work your hardest until you can go sit the bench and then relax a little bit and then come right back in. Music to my ears. I'm yeah, I mean, I, I I can see why the staff fell in love with you. You're talking about running the floor. You're talking about sitting out of the post. You're doing <laughs> that's, everything. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a coach's dream right there. Any big yeah. man saying that. That's impressive. So, okay, I have, a, I have a very pointed, simple question for you because all the scouting reports I've read have different answers on this. Some are saying you're a true five. Some are saying you can be a hybrid five slash four. I've seen different heights listed. I've seen your anywhere from six seven to six eleven. So just oh, tell us how how tall are you? I am six foot ten. I am two hundred twenty five pounds. I am a stretch four, stretch five, or like stretch five. You know, I can um, you know play five. I can play the five spot. I've I've grown up playing the five spot. Um, I can be a stretch four. Um, Honestly, I'll be whatever Coach Izzo wants me to be. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll be freaking good at it. <laughs> um, but I don't know where some people are getting six, seven. I have no idea where that's coming from. <laughs> I, I literally hit my eyes are past the six, seven mark when I measure myself. <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't know who's saying that, but. Uh, hey, now we get, now we have it on record. Hey, we'll that's what I'm saying. All we, we, need, we have it on record. You heard it from the man himself. So cut all the six, seven talk. That's, that's none of that. Yeah, you, whoever says six, seven. Yeah. I'll say a six, seven, but then you see me in person, I'll be six, 10. And then I'll play. <laughs> and then I'll, then I'll, anytime anyone asks me how tall I am, I just say, I play like I'm seven foot or I play like I'm six, 11. 
Hey. Love that answer. And I've been oh, telling Carr he's three inches smaller than he actually is since I've known him. So, I mean, well, I mean, Jack Jackson knows this because sometimes when they get the media guide, they give you like an inch or two, you know, sometimes they give you an inch or two when they say, when they say I'm 6'11", I'll be like, okay, I'll go with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Just, just round but, up one time. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, just actually going back to your commitment week, I mean, first of all, there's a lot going on. You know, all the congratulations are in order. You get asked to be on this podcast, and then you're getting tweets from LeBron James. Uh, Just, like, tell me kind of, like, how that feels. Obviously, I'm aware that, you know, you play AU with Bronny, the Strive for Greatness team. I mean, the media attention around you guys, it's like, I can't believe these guys are even, you know, just high schoolers, like, (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they've been following you guys since you were like 14, 15 years old and the media attention is crazy. Just kind of talk about, you know, that experience. You know, I'm, I see LeBron's around the team a lot. I'm sure he's talked to you before. Just kind of talk about that and the presence that that, uh, you know, he kind of has on you. Man, that like you, you're you're not lying. The media has been crazy with that uh, whole squad. You know, I it's, it's kind of every kid's dream, you know, to have that. <laughs> media presence and like that much publicity around you. Um, Strive for Greatness was definitely an experience that I'll never forget. It's like once in a lifetime kind of opportunity, you know, until you make it to the NBA. But like being around those kids and being around LeBron, it was like, you know, it kind of, it kind of felt like a, a payoff in a, in, a, in, a, in a way, like all the hard work, you know, finally gets to pay off. But then again, it's kind of like, okay, you're on a team with, you know, sponsored by LeBron James, best basketball player in the league. Um, You know, you have all these media guys looking at you, you know, 24-7. It kind of paints a target on your back. Mm -hmm. And that's what you want. Like, some people don't want that. And in my opinion, that's, you know, that's bad. You should want, like, as many targets as you can so it can prepare you, you know, for what's to come. Because when you come in as a freshman and you have like a repetition, you know, all the guys that are, you know, Michigan State, they're like, oh, we want him. But now I committed. They're like, okay, now I'm going to go kick his butt in practice. And, you know, that's going to be, it's going to be good. But when you're on that uh, SFG team, it really teaches you how to play under pressure. It teaches you how to like mentally prepare for targets on your back and for all the, trash talking and like all the media coverages cameras everywhere people screaming you know like you suck or go against you or like screaming good things like that was definitely an experience that I know not a lot of people have or like get to you know have but I'm so thankful for every minute of it yeah, I think it honestly worked just me speaking personally from the outside looking in I think it worked amazing for you because um you know, you had that exposure. And even if it came to, I, there, so maybe there was people tuning into these games to watch somebody else. But once they saw that game, they left saying like, who's that big man on Strive for Greatness with that crazy ass footwork that's just getting buckets. And, you know, <laughs> he's getting all the boards and doing all these stuff on the girl. Like, damn, because that was literally the first thing I said. I'm pretty sure everyone says that. Like, I'm like, I can't believe this kid is 16 years old. This footwork is just like, I've I've never been able to have that type of footwork ever. And a lot of kids never get to that point. So I think it was great for you just to get that exposure. And I think a lot of people came away from watching those games, like, damn, that Jackson Kohler kid can play. 
is definitely like it. It was, you know, being on a team, you know, with like, especially uh, my first year with SIG, with being on a team with like Sky, Dior, mm-hmm. Brian, you know, I might have not been, you know, like the, the first choice that everyone wanted to go see, but I just wanted to make sure that I could like quietly do my work, you know, and people would start to recognize me. And it didn't, it didn't bother me so much that, you know, like people weren't like saying like, Jackson Kohler is like, oh, like a great player on SIG. Like, I feel like, you know, like I don't, the people, like the most important people are going to know like who I am, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but like you said, and, and I, and I know your teammates love playing with you. So that's all that really mattered, honestly. To the point of, people are going to love playing with you or people that you do play with. Obviously there's a positive effect. There's one name that I've heard. There's a connection to you, Braylon green, who just so happened to be in East Lansing this weekend. I was actually in East Lansing myself attending the Nebraska game. I heard the ovation he got. I know the Spartan fans were giving him some love. Talk about Braylon. And is, I mean, we got to try to get him East Lansing. Are you going to put some work in for us? Bro, of course, dude. I we 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 need that guy. Like we, Braylon. I've I've known him for like a month and a half now. He goes to SEA, you know, where I'm currently at high school. Um, he is a really good dude, and he's a really tough player. Like he he's one of the top guys in the 23 class, without a doubt. Um, if we could, I keep thinking, you know, if we could get him at Michigan State, it would be it would be really tough, you know, like, unfortunately right now he uh, won't be able to um, start our season out because he uh, has some shoulder, shoulder issues, but um, he'll probably start in like December. Um, but I know that if he comes um, on the team, he's going to be a, a great addition. And, you know, I'm, kind of, I'm always, I'm always saying, you know, giving him a nudge, you know, showing, <laughs> showing him my Michigan state shirt and all that stuff. So <laughs> Oh yeah, hey, I, hey, every road trip this year, Jackson. When I know y'all do so, I know y'all probably got the national schedule. Whenever you got the hotel room, you know, kind of connections, be like, go ahead and throw Braylon in my room, sit next to him on the bus, you know, just throw, yeah, a, little, yeah, yeah. throw a little bug in his ear. By 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 the time this year ends, he's gonna be my best friend. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. There we go. All right, I have uh, just a couple questions left here, but this one, I, I think our listeners are really gonna be curious to hear your answer on this. So. Someone from the West Coast, someone who's been all across the country, you may not know a ton about this, but with your answers on how much you love college basketball and you know just the game itself, I think you probably will have some thoughts on this. The Michigan-Michigan State rivalry is one of the most heated rivalries there possibly is across the country, across sports in general. I saw some rankings came out across just Twitter last week of the best rivalries in college basketball. And it was the first time I've seen in years, Michigan and Michigan state fans coming together saying, this is too low. Why are we not on this list? Why are we not number one or number two on this list? So there's been so many chapters of this. I think the rivalry really right now is as strong as it has ever been. What's your perception of the Michigan, Michigan state rivalry and just Michigan as a rival school in general? Man, I, um, I've always known about the Michigan, Michigan state rivalry. Um, I've known it, you know, I can, 
I've, I haven't been to Michigan or Michigan States like, or in the past. So I wasn't able to like give an answer on like how much, you know, it, how much it gets heated. But uh, I can definitely say, because I'm from Utah. So um, in college football and basketball, you know, Utah and BYU are kind of uh, rivals. So I kind of know what it's like to be in one state with two uh, teams and it gets pretty heated. So I can only imagine how uh, way more heated it gets at Michigan and Michigan State. So I can't wait to be, you know, part of that rivalry. I can't wait for the game, you know, where it's Michigan and Michigan State um, in basketball when I'm there. That's going to be a that's going to be a really fun game. Yeah, you're 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 going to be perfect for that game because you're going to be able to feed off the energy. And I'll let you know right now, the Michigan fans—they're not going to be fans of you. <laughs> it's, oh, dude. oh, it's it's, it's not going to be it's not going to be good. I'll let you know right now. Yeah, no, no, no. I am I am expecting that. I can't wait for it. No, like sometimes, like the other team's fans, you know, get me going. So like they're only they're only fueling my fire. Definitely. Love yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to bring you back on in a couple of years if you don't mind. I'm I'm curious to see how that answer changes because the former players <laughs> we've talked to, we get a wide variety of of ways they answer that question. I have a feeling you'll end up with your own stories from that. So we'll talk in a couple of years and and get you back on the podcast. Um, all right, my, 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 my last question for you. So Spartan Dog Week, again, looked like such a cool experience for alums like me to see all those dudes that, you know, I was in the is zone for watching like a Jaron Jackson and uh, uh, like uh, all those guys that were in the gym. Denzel Valentine. Those are guys that I grew up and I have my own stories and memories of seeing them in the green and white. Um, I also have to imagine that with all those guys back on campus and in the gym, there had to have been some pretty high level basketball being played either in that practice gym or somewhere with no cameras involved. Did you get a chance to play at all when these guys were there or did you at least get to see any games being played? Oh uh, man. So we, we planned on me playing in those games, but uh, there was uh, kind of like a, uh, a delay with me getting on campus at the right time. So unfortunately I missed the game. Like right as the game ended, like 30 minutes later, I showed up. Oh, so then I was kind of going to the players kind of begging that tomorrow they would show up too. But then they're, uh, nah, it's okay. It's okay. You know? So I got to play with uh, like the, you know, today's players, like to, you know, with the team he has now. Um, but I got to see, you know, Draymond, Valentine, um, Jackson, like I got to see all those guys, you know, at the football game and like just hang out around campus. Um, but I wish I would have been a part of that game. That would have been that would have been fun to be a part of. Definitely, definitely some high level basketball. Well, you know, I don't want to keep you too long, Jackson. We appreciate you taking the time out, you know, to kind of take uh, tell us about Spartan Week and just kind of tell us about your game. I know. Speaking personally as a Michigan State fan, I'm very excited. Spartan Nation is very excited to have you. You know, we're going to have welcome, welcoming arms when you come to campus. We can't wait to see you play. Uh, do you have any kind of final thoughts you want to say or anything anything on your mind you want to say to the people? Uh, this is for all the Michigan State fans, man. I'm, I'm ready to give everything I got to you guys. I'm ready to, you know, every game, give it, give it my all, give it to all you guys, and go green, go white. 
Love it, man. He's already man been committed for two weeks. He's already the gold green, gold white, the swagger, the Spartan dog. You're ready, man. <laughs> if I, I, if, I ain't worried. If I didn't think it before this conversation, there, there's just no question you're the perfect fit. Like this, this <laughs> yeah. is gonna be a no. That, it, that's what I felt too. Like the moment, like I got down, like through that whole visit, I'm just like, I really see myself here. I just, I just had to. I just had to, the reason. The only reason why I didn't come in on campus was I, I just had to make sure I just like, I, you know, and I never, I never lost that feeling. I never lost the feeling of like, I need to get a part of this program. I need to be a part of this program. So I can't like, it's just like, you know, um, hopefully I'm going to, most likely I'm going to be coming back to campus really soon. Um, can't wait to, you know, come back to, you know, like family now. So can't wait to come back. Can't wait to see everyone else again. And just can't wait. hundred percent. You made a ton of Spartan fans happy with the news. And like you said, you made relationships that'll end up being family for life. So again, congratulations. Thank you so much for being the first guest of the unscripted Michigan state podcast. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to slide in some messages to you on the side, Jacks. I want to send you some, some gear here. I know we got you in the dog shirt. We got you in the Michigan state shirt. We're going to have to throw you a little sleeper shirt as well for Carter and I, because I need you bringing that out West. I need you pulling up to the gyms. Letting for, me sure. Out, so. for sure. For <laughs> sure. man. Appreciate you, Jackson. No, thank you guys. Thank you for having me. This has been to be the first one on the show, man. This is truly a blessing.